MOPS is where the party is at. We love hearing speakers and their meetings and wanted to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper. So we came up with the Chapel MOPS After Party Podcast. Your hosts, Barkley and me, Summer. Hi guys, welcome back. We're back in the studio, folks, and ready to talk. We are ready to talk. We might have a fly in the studio. Yeah. So if you hear a buzzing sound. Funny thing too, yeah, I'm looking, I feel like, what's buzzing? I'm also surrounded by Christmas trees. (laughs) We are. I'll also take a picture. They're doing a photo shoot for our church for the service to get people to come to church on Christmas. Oh, like a little Christmas Eve service, not on Christmas. That's silly. Yeah. Well, hey. Well, it could be. Maybe. People could do it. You yes. don't know. Yes. But yeah, so we're a Christmassy and a fly situation. But we got this. We're ready. Yeah, we're ready. We have Tina here today. We're excited to chat with her. So, Yes, we had Tina on our, at our MOPS group two weeks ago. Yep. And she talked about the three secrets of happiness inside and out. And guys, it was so good. Our MOPS really moms good. loved it. Well, when we plan the year, we're like, you know, we're trying to, s- what do moms want to hear about? And we felt like so many moms right now are just like heavy or burdened. And we're like, when we read your little, we're like, yes, tell us how to be happy. Inside <laughs> I don't know, and like, out. Yeah. Yes. And how, and I think your tag said something about instead of like to thrive instead of just survive. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, could you tell us how? Yes. <laughs> and so I felt like. I don't know. A lot of moms really needed to hear what you had to. So we're excited to talk further with you today. So Tina, um, can you tell us about yourself and your family and your career? Sure. <laughs> yes. So I'm married 27 years and I have two children, a 19 year old who is a sophomore in college and a 16 year old who's a junior in high school. Oh. And we have a dog. And he is a Cavachon, which is Cavalier, King Charles Spaniel, and Bichon Frise oh. mix. Sounds very fancy. You know, he he does not act like a fancy dog, oh, which okay. is the problem when I take him to the groomer. So fancy like, like Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fancy. No, that's good. Yes. So um, he's great. He's six years old, and um, it's a, just a wonderful thing to Aww. have. Oh, no, it's a Bichon is small dog or big dog? So they're smaller in size. He okay. weighs 25 pounds. Okay. Which is bigger than he's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. what always happens when you so get a dog. So was this like, my kids are getting older, I don't want to have a baby, but I need a little baby puppy? <laughs> this was <laughs> due to a PowerPoint presentation bribery from my daughter. Oh, so my kid does the like, same I, thing. Mm-hmm. I have gotten a puppy uh, PowerPoint. I have gotten an inst. Why I need Instagram PowerPoint. Uh-huh. I've gotten oh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Why they need Snapchat. Uh huh. PowerPoint. Like, this is so weird. I never yeah. made slideshows for my. Well, we didn't parents. have PowerPoint when we were kids. Yeah, so. well, true. I guess, but I never made like a presentation about. Right. So at what point were you like, that was a really good argument, and we're gonna get? Yeah. What convinced like, you? What? What about? I it? gotta be honest. I wasn't convinced. We, my husband and I, had dogs before kids. I were just like done, and they tie you down, and travel is hard, and yes. they're expensive. Yes. Yeah. But it honestly, it was a lack of not knowing what to get her for Christmas because her birthday's in November. Like I was literally oh. out of ideas. So you got her a puppy so for we Christmas. Got her a puppy for Christmas. Okay, now how did you do it? Did you put the puppy in a box? What did you do? So that would have been really fun. <laughs> yeah. But no, puppy was too little. So we Aww. just put a picture of him. 
in the box with oh you had to like wait for him to be we ready. had to wait till january which is a really terrible time to get a dog i might add. oh it's the no. worst yeah because mm-hmm. they are muddy and wet yes and yeah. having to go outside when it's really cold exactly <laughs> and you know they and as a really... puppy they go out a lot right oh that's yeah. tough potty training is not fun in january no. in chicago no. <laughs> i always said summer is the best time because yeah. and it went work when we got one so i was teaching too so then i was off for the summer yeah, yeah springs Spring, Spring winter is a hard time to bring yeah, a puppy definitely. home. Yeah. So maybe um, I need more creativity on oh. gift ideas so that we didn't oh, have a so, dog. Hey, as you're going to share, we, we each have our own strengths. That's okay? exactly yes. right. Right? Go right, with right. your strengths. That's exactly definitely. right. I borrow creativity from my husband. Yeah. There yes. You go. Yes. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And your career. Oh, yes. So actually, I am a life coach. Yes. And my first career was public relations, actually. Oh. And it was a great career, but it. Um, it didn't fill my soul. Mm-hmm. And when I went through a marriage crisis and restoration mm-hmm. is when I was working with a life coach myself. And mm-hmm. that's when I felt God called me to make a career change so that I could help teach women what I learned through mm-hmm. my crisis and restoration of it. And so that is why I went and got certified to be a life coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh. I'm going to set a timer because I know I'm going to want to talk to you for a really long time and I got to keep track of our time. <laughs> well, should you share, maybe yes, share a I little bit about I, what we talked about on last Tuesdays? Right? Just I would love for you to describe the Proverbs 31 woman. Like you talked yeah. about her in the Bible and so I would love to hear you yes. describe her. I use the Proverbs 31 woman as an example like she in the Bible is an example of like the ideal woman if Mm -hmm. you will Mm -hmm. and I think some biblical experts say like it's actually a description of the church too Mm -hmm. which I can't really go into that in theology Mm -hmm. with you guys but as far as us we women are concerned she is got so many amazing qualities right she's clothed with dignity and strength Mm -hmm. and she you know laughs at things you know like the hard things and she works really hard Mm -hmm. and her husband is i think adores her i can't remember the exact word that's Mm -hmm. used right and so she has a lot of strengths and i believe she's often misunderstood that women think this Proverbs 31 is the ideal woman. I could never be that. I can't I was going to say, do you that. feel like women sometimes feel like they can't live up to that expectation? I think they do. I, yeah. yeah. And that's why in my talk I say we all have elements of that woman in us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so let's embrace those elements that we have within us mm-hmm. and focus on that mm-hmm. and not those things that we don't have. Right. Yes. Yes. And then you went in and, and talked about the – three secrets of happiness. And so I was wondering if you could talk about secret number one. Yes. Yeah. So secret number one is really self-care. This is so good. This I know. So good. It's, it is. Um, it's the secret to so many things because even like relating it to our marriage, like a lot of times when we're getting resentful in marriage, part of that is because we're not taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so for, for me, like what I learned was that a lot of us moms wait until it's too late to do self-care. We wait until we're about to blow. Yeah. Or we're not doing self-care consistently or we're not doing things that go, I like to say, further than skin deep, mm-hmm. right? Like someone says, you know, self-care, you might get a massage or a mani-pedi and those are wonderful aspects of mm-hmm. self-care, but they are not holistic. Mm-hmm. And so on my journey of going from surviving to thriving in life, I found Mark twelve thirty where Jesus tells us to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
Mm-hmm. And so if you think about that as like our holistic approach to self-care. Mm-hmm. And so there's more to it than just getting a mani-pedi for our body. We've got to be pouring into our heart and our soul and our mind. Okay. Can you share the story of when you went and got a massage? Like, I think that story for me, I keep and I've been thinking about a mm-hmm. lot because so much, so often I just want to do a quick fix. But can you just right. share that story? Because I think it was really powerful. Sure. That that was one of those days where I felt like I was going to blow. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do and my friends were like you got to go do some self-care and I really didn't even know what that meant but someone threw out the idea of a massage and so I went and found a really nice spa it was like a Saturday so my husband could stay with the kids and as I laid on the massage table I started crying pretty quickly after the massage therapist started massaging me and I think it was just all of the stress coming out of my body and just like really realizing I'm not being who I want to be right now. Like, I'm so crabby. Like, who is this crabby mm-hmm. person and an angry person? And that's not who I want to be. But you know how motherhood is sometimes we're just doing our best and trying to keep up with everything. And so I was crying. And I remember as the massage therapist started massaging my arms, she started at my shoulder and was kind of working her way all the way down to my fingertips. And I imagined that she was breaking up all of the toxins and negativity that were inside of me and that they were just spilling out onto the floor. And it was purifying. Mm. It felt so good. And I felt I felt renewed afterward. I felt purified mm. and renewed. And I kind of thought to myself, I don't really want to go back home. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready yet. Like I was feeling so good. Like what else could I do? But I wasn't really doing a really good job at self-care, so I couldn't even think of what to do. Like, do I go out to eat by myself? Go to a movie by myself? Mm -hmm. Call a friend at the last minute? They're probably busy with their husband. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just went back home. Okay. Mm. So what are some ways that we could do self-care and hit all those aspects you were talking about, not just skin on top? So we want to look at each one of those four areas. Okay. And so kind of in our meeting, we had some fun sharing yeah. ideas, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so just say starting with self-care for your heart, mm-hmm. it's really something unique to each of us. Like what would, what, you know, what would you consider self-care for yeah. your heart? Yeah. And for me, that might be calling a friend mm-hmm. or writing a letter to somebody that I miss or... I like to talk about journaling a lot um, because it's a really good time for us to connect with ourselves. So and some way to you're in heart. touch with like your heart, a yeah. connection there somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so another, another, so that's one aspect, right? Yeah. And so another aspect would be our mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one's like so fun, like as a mom, right? Like we're so into the kids stuff in the kids world. Yeah. And thinking about what, what would feed your mind? That's not mm-hmm. coming from whatever your kids are watching or doing. And so it Our could podcast, be. podcast, the Chapel Mops After yeah. Party. I'm saying yeah. totally for sure. want to listen to <laughs> This podcast. is for your mind, guys. <laughs> we'll feed your mind. <laughs> right? We will. Yeah, but just listening. Yeah, maybe watching a show or a documentary or something that feeds your mind a little bit. So it's not just filled with cocoa melon or something. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't throw one out there because I'm not really even familiar with what they I, are anymore. I don't either. Technically, my kids never. It's new though. It's what I don't the, even know what that is. Coca melon? No, I don't oh. know what this is. 
What? It's what all the little babies wash now. Okay. Oh, what to There's Einstein's no more like Einstein's. That's, that's I what I was baby about. Einstein's anymore. <laughs> or Dora. Oh, <laughs> that dates that. us Thank a little goodness. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Caillou. Oh, yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, but yes, so feed your mind somehow. Right. And, yeah. and it could be, you know, keeping in mind, like for some moms, they might like have a little side gig, like a little job. Some moms yes. want to work full time or part time. Mm-hmm. Like, if that feeds your mind, that yeah. is a wonderful thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so any anything like that, that's going to feed your mind. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think one thing that maybe might be important for moms to hear is uh, some women are not made to be at home. So mm-hmm. even if you're a mom, doesn't mean you have to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Like I know my sister-in-law loves her kids like crazy but she's like I could never stay home like some Mm -hmm. you just have to figure out yourself yourself and what and not feel guilty about that Mm -hmm. at all either that's the big part right there is the guilt right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you got to do what's keeping you healthy and that doesn't mean you love your kids any less but if you can yeah work and you want to do it whatever feeds you and makes you Mm -hmm. exactly a good mom Mm -hmm. yes different for all of us yeah it is Mm -hmm. it definitely is but yeah. yeah. So what was it? We had heart, mind, and then the we were oh, soul. Soul is the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So that I like to say is wherever you feel connected to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for some people, it's coming to church. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they need that. Mm-hmm. For some people, it could be being outside in nature, mm-hmm. just yeah. taking a walk. Seeing. I shared with my table that, um, you know, you talk about having a devotional time each day, and it's like I am terrible about being first of all finding the time for that and to be consistent about it and so what I've started doing is um I just listen because I, I get dressed every day and I do my hair and makeup every day you know and so I use that I just put a what do you call it an ear pod ear I always call it the wrong thing what's it called air pod in my kids are like it's not ear pod mom whatever it's called okay <laughs> And I just listen to worship music while I'm getting ready because I just feel like if I start the day with worship on my mind instead of like all the things I have to do today, just mm-hmm. starts better. Yeah. Or that. we've found um, an app that reads the Bible to you. Mm-hmm. So if you can't sit and do it yeah. while you're doing the dishes, mm-hmm. have the Bible be read to you yeah, or a devotional. Bible recap. Yeah. We did that last yeah, year. It was amazing. It was, it was good. so good. Yeah. I think so. The part two with the massage story is like, you went in for a quick fix. I did. And you were like, okay, I'm going to go get this massage and I'm going to feel better and it's going to last for a long time. And I think as moms, we have to realize that, hey, you can't do a quick fix. This is uh, an area that you have to continually check yourself Mm -hmm. and say, is this what I'm doing? Like, am I helping myself be a better person for the people around me and for myself? And so I think it's so important to be like, no, you can't look for a quick fix. You can't be like, okay, I'm going to get a getaway and I'm going to be just fine after that. Because it's like, that's going to, it's a Band-Aid, right? Like it's only going to last for a little bit and then, you know, like, then it's it's just going to reopen and you, you need to, you need to. Consistently take care yeah. of yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I think those points, like, of how you do it for your mind, your body, your heart, your soul, like, it's not just one. Yeah. It's all of those. Yes. And think about, I don't know if you've ever heard self-care described this way, is like, building a life that you don't want to run away from yeah. mm-hmm. and it's intentionality mm-hmm. is the really big thing of it and that's what we lose I think when life comes flying at us as moms we're yeah. not intentional yes and think about this like do you have something to look forward to in the day when you wake up mm-hmm. in the morning that's a good question right mm-hmm. like that's that's what that's how we are working on going from just surviving to thriving 
And with these four components of self-care, mind, body, heart, and soul, I would say the ideal would be to feed each one of those four every single day. That's smart. Yeah, every yeah day. just check in with those four. And we didn't say body yet, but right. every day. Like, body, you can yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. understand what that would mean. But mm-hmm. sure, and different for everyone. And yeah. And sometimes, you guys, it's, I just got to say, sometimes it's like getting that doctor appointment or that, that you yes. have met, right? Like, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. that would it's be not, a yes. self-care for our body yeah. because how many moms put that off? Oh, oh all the time because right? we're taking our kids to the exactly. doctor all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Just check in on those four areas each day and something, yeah, something to look forward to. And it can be yeah. small. Like, even for your soul, like, it could just be lighting a candle, mm. right? Something yes. that... I think that was helpful because so many moms are like, I am so busy. When do you, yeah. or I have kids hanging on me all day. When do you expect me to do these things? But putting in that perspective, like it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could right. be just lighting a candle. Like what brings you with your favorite scent or whatever. It brings mm-hmm. you some peace. Or just or, like taking a shower. Yeah. yeah. You know, brushing your teeth. Yeah. I mean, I know it's simple things, but it's like they, they make a world of difference yeah. because it makes who you are and what you're feeling like and I think if you can be creative you can find I had a couple times we have a big like whirlpool bathtub and I had a couple times where I had to throw them in the bathtub not with water just in the bathtub with With toys toys. (laughs) to keep them contained while I showered real quick (laughs) yeah you know be creative but get that time for yourself too yeah it's true I and I think we we need to be better about asking for help. Uh, that yes. was going to say, you could also ask for help. We yes, do. Which, yeah. We are, I don't know, I'm terrible at it. I it's really hard to ask mm-hmm. for help. It is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Even now, my daughter is 16. I asked my mom to stay with her for the weekend while we went to visit our older son. Yeah. And that was hard. It was a hard ask. Mm-hmm. It's hard to ask. It yes. is. But people want to help us. They do. Yes. They, they want That's important to remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you have people who maybe they don't live near family. Mm-hmm. So then... If you're listening to this podcast, you're somehow involved in MOPS, right? Yes. And so you have a whole you kind of network of people yes. that can help you out. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I think people, yeah, you do need to step out and ask for help and not be afraid to do that for sure. And even mm-hmm. our husbands. Yes. Yes. Don't assume mm-hmm. they know. A thousand <laughs> they don't. percent. My, no. Not that, yeah. It's okay to ask and have that conversation, but yeah. be like real about it. Like, I, re- I trained for a half marathon, and I remember when I got to go run and my husband watched the kids, it was the most amazing feeling. And when I got back, I would tell him, I'm like, listen, you not only just watched the kids, you helped me. Yeah. Like, just to get my anger out or whatever was going on, clear my head, it was just like to let them know, like, you helped me do this to be a better mom. And so, like, letting them know, like, this will help me. And then he had value in, like, watching the kids and getting them to bed or whatever. And so, yes, that really helped. That's amazing to take that one step further. Like, you took, you thanked him. Yes. But you took it one step further and told him how much it meant to you personally. Yes. Like, he knows logically it helped with the children, but right. that it helped you, like, clear your mind or your yeah. heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just watching the kids. It right. Was more it was that. more than that. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Now we're on to secret number two. Okay. Do share. Okay. Tell us secret number two. Secret number two is really figuring out what your strengths are. Yes. It's been blowing my mind as I've, as I've been presenting this, this, the struggle that we women have with this. Oh, 100%. It's, yes. It's, I'm like, really? But I guess I worked on mine with a life coach. And I brought to show you guys, I mentioned this in our talk, this is my little strengths note card. It is a three by five note card. It is pink because that is my favorite color. (laughs) 
and on it are my strengths. And I'll just read you a couple. Okay. There's probably like 15 or 20 on here. Uh-huh. Honest, caring, organized, trustworthy, responsible, giving, silly, good writer, good listener. So these are simple things. And did things. you figure these out for yourself or did your life coach help pull these out for you? I figured these out. Like okay. I sat down. I think we can all, if we will give ourselves a time to reflect, like what are you good at? What do people tell you you're good at? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what, how would we figure this out? <laughs> right? It just takes time to sit down. Like, okay. I mean, I could come up with these things about myself. Like I know that I'm honest. I know that I care about other people. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we might be looking for other strengths that maybe like from a strengths finder profile or something Mm -hmm. that we might not have words for but what are the words for the strengths that you have and the story i told you when i was speaking was about how i brought the treat for school Mm -hmm. for my daughter's preschool and the teacher called me the simple mom yeah That is 100%. I dream about being the Pinterest mom, but I am definitely not. Okay. During the time with my kids, right when they were getting to preschool age, it was all, you you couldn't do homemade things anymore. And I secretly inside said, yes, (laughs) I'm so glad I can just pick (laughs) up. Oh, I have to buy package. And here you go. (laughs) But yes, tell us more about that story. Yeah. Well, it was just really what happened with that. And my life coach did help me with that because I felt, I felt insulted at first that I was yeah. called the simple mom. Yeah. And I think, as I mentioned to you guys, I realized in hindsight that might not have been a dig. It might have even been a compliment. Like, mm-hmm. smart girl, you don't have to go through all that trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. But regardless, that doesn't even matter. What matters is for me that I know what the truth is and what my strengths are. And mm-hmm. I am actually quite proud of being more on the simple side of things and efficient and organized. I'm a list person. I like to check things off the list and get them done. Mm-hmm. And so I just reframed that teacher's comment mm-hmm. to be a personal acceptance statement. Mm-hmm. You know, and so simplicity is a strength of mine. Some people, I don't know if you know any um, engineers, mm-hmm. but they very complicated people. They, they do sometimes, yeah. it feels like to a mm-hmm. simple person, it feels like you are really overcomplicating this. Right. But right. but that complexity for them is a strength for them in its mm-hmm. own way. Yes. And so just embracing what we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will say there are a bazillion like online strengths finding tools oh, really? that are free. And I use one with my clients that I love it because it is, it's character strengths. Like my top character strength in this survey is appreciation of beauty and excellence oh which Do you have a website or it's via i'm i'm it's via okay character strengths i can't tell you the exact website because i'm not sure if it's via.com or via character okay. so com. Via, but if you google via google via character strength you will really like it you can your kids can do it mm-hmm. and these are they're from the field of positive psychology which i had mentioned to you guys when we're using our strengths we feel happier. Mm-hmm. Yes. We literally feel happier. Because you can feel more successful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it fills you up mm-hmm. too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so sense. just even understanding, that's kind of, it might sound kind of goofy, like appreciation of excellence and beauty. Mm-hmm. Well, when I learn that, that tells me why I cry when I watch my daughter dance. Mm-hmm. And why... Oh. Oh, maybe you put words to something right? I feel. Ah, yes. okay. See? Okay. Like, right? Like, mm-hmm. just for me, watching any human, it could be football or even like watching the two of you lead your meetings. No lie. Like, watching people do their thing mm-hmm. to me brings tears. And yeah. I, I just appreciate so much watching yeah. anyone get to fulfill. So glad you're a life coach at. because that's like 
rings true to what you're doing for people and cheering them it's on. It's like watching the Olympics and they share those stories and you're in the crying commercials. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like every time they're like all the things she overcame. <laughs> well, then they show the mom like helping the toddler oh, do gosh, something yes. and you're like, it really matters what you do when they're young and like yeah. loving them. And oh my goodness. So yeah. good. So good. But yeah, just seeing someone just be amazing in what they're good at. Yeah. I okay. get that. I think too, I'm like trying to process what I'm thinking of this, but I think with even friends, sometimes women can get jealous of other women, right? And they, but if you know your strength, like a lot of times they'll be like, you're this person, like nobody in the world is like you and what you offer in a friendship. And I think there's something important when you know who you are and like your strengths in that friendship, you're not like jealous or you're not like someone's going to step in. It's like, no, this is what you bring to the table. This is who you are because of who God's made you to be. And you're beautiful and amazing and wonderful. And so it's like, I think if women understood that, there wouldn't be as much like. Well, and just know that what you bring to the table, someone needs and what that person, you know, we all need each of you. Right. You know, so you don't have to be jealous or yeah and that goes just perfectly with the mops theme this year i know yeah. right we go right we go together yeah. like, let's come together and use our strengths and help each other out mm-hmm. and that really is why i made this pink little note card was when my kids were in preschool you know you're making new friends right mm-hmm. your life is new and yeah. going mm-hmm. through a new season of life and there was a group of friends there that from the outside i really admired like i watched their interactions they would take each other's children after school and help each other and they would go play tennis together and do all of these things and I felt so inferior I Mm -hmm. felt so insecure like I wouldn't belong in a friendship group like that but I would read my little note card before I got in my car and just remind myself who I am Hmm. and let God take care of whether I'm going to be BFFs with these girls or not but at least I can show up authentically yes yeah as me yes and yeah, who and you I are. Think, yes. Yeah, so you good. coming filled up too and not feeling so insecure helps you put yourself out there and say the mm-hmm. hi and mm-hmm. not feel so nervous to yeah. maybe break into one of those groups and join them. Or right. try to become what they, you think they want you to be. Right. Exactly. You're like, this is who I am. That's and like I'm, teenager stuff, right? Right. Right. Exactly. Oh, teenager. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole <laughs> nother topic. You had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then secret right. number three. Secret number three. So that's increasing our connection with God, right? I mean, that could be the one and only secret that we ever talked about. Yes. Mm -hmm. But really, it is putting the intentionality into that relationship. And I really think that's kind of the theme of of everything we're talking about today is that all of this does take intentionality. It really does take a little bit of time and effort. And that makes you feel happier. It makes you feel empowered. Like, wow, I can do this. Even Mm -hmm. if it's only something for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. But I... We talked about it in friendship a little bit because a lot of people just feel like it's so easy or it's natural or it just happens. But it's like, no, all of these things take work. It yes. does take mm-hmm. intentionality. Just no. And this is one of those things. If you really want to take care of yourself and survive in motherhood. I right. Think mm-hmm. These right. are all great. Yeah. And just but. really that, you know, being connected to God. I Sharing the story that yeah. I shared um, in the talk, for me, this was... I always understood intellectually how we're supposed to put God first and our family second, but it didn't really sit in my heart. Like, I Mm -hmm. don't know that I really fully believed it in my heart or could have really understand it. Mm -hmm. But when my husband and I went through a marriage crisis, he moved out of our home 
and he said he was going to move out for just a month so that he could think and pray and and figure it out on his own without all the interruptions and distractions and that was devastating to me because I I would never have thought we would ever have been in that position and I knew like the statistics are terrible on couples who separate it's like at least at the time it was like 90 percent of couples that separate don't get back together so it was real scary Mm -hmm. and I am a child of divorce and I just never thought that would that would happen Mm -hmm. for me and my marriage and with my kids but that's when I like to say I got busy trying to like get a counselor for the kids and get an attorney for myself like figure out like all everything I need but then while I was busy manufacturing all of that God got with me is Mm -hmm. what I like to say like he was like come over Mm -hmm. here sister um (laughs) And it was through, I always like to joke, it was through rainbows, mm-hmm. which um, I said, this is where my faith was. It was like kindergarten level, maybe mm-hmm. preschool. And I have heard, and you may have heard that, um, that God will talk to us in a way that he knows we'll hear. And he generally repeats the message a few times. Like, yes. it, like the numbers are big in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you hear something three times to really pay attention. And on one particular day, there was a rainbow when I was driving the kids to school. And that was at a time where I was just kind of zoned out driving because I was just so sad with what was happening there. And um, the kids noticed it, and I thought that was great. And then later in the day, my daughter was watching a television show that had a song about rainbows on it. And that kind of caught my attention. Like, hmm. okay, rainbows second again. time I heard yeah. rainbows. Yeah. But then the granddaddy of them all mm-hmm. was driving home from somewhere that day and turning the corner to see a rainbow end to end over our house. Mm. It, th- what I felt in that moment was God was saying, I've got this. Mm-hmm. I've got this. Mm-hmm. And I had to go Google biblical meaning of a rainbow because I wanted to, oh. I want, I got, I get the idea, yes, but yes. I really wanted to, yeah. to know better. And the words will stick with me forever. God's promise that everything will be okay after the storm. Mm. I was in okay, a storm. Okay, got chills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that started, that started my big, huge faith journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it really I got into some habits, mm-hmm. and that's what I share in the talk, is that helped me continue to deepen that relationship. And I do like to tell women that we don't have to have some crisis to grow a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. We can be intentionally walking that path yeah. in our lives. And so we've kind of already mentioned today, like a daily prayer time, whatever yeah. whatever way you can make that happen, mm-hmm. you know, and it looks different <laughs> for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I like to talk about the God hunt, which that brings me to the rainbows, like looking at where God is working in your life. What is he steering you toward? What is he steering you away from? Mm-hmm. What prayers is he answering? Yeah. I started this with my kids. It actually came from the, the Bible, Bible recap, recap they mm-hmm. were doing. Every day she talked about the God shot of the day of like what we read, where did we see God in it? So I started with my kids at dinner. We share, do you have any God shots from the day? Like any time that you saw God working or, you know, what being intentional and looking for those things. But I was also thinking... As far as, um, you know, building your relationship with God, too, it could almost help you at least get better self-confidence because you can read in the Bible all the things that you are to him. Mm -hmm. Like if so, if you're feeling down about yourself or not sure what your strengths are, like go to the Bible and you'll see all these things written that God calls you to be or that you are to him, especially. So it's like, yeah, my favorite Mm -hmm. is. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, you're words. a child of God. You're, you know, yes. there's so many things mm-hmm. you, if you need some start some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's amazing when you ask God and you say, show me a passage. I, I mean, 
yeah. I, I have said that many a times. It's the living word and you open it and you're like, oh, you're speaking right to where I'm at at this point mm-hmm. or this story. Or like a song will come on in the radio that's just like, okay. You yeah. Know, somehow he'll get yes. you. He'll reach out. I was really stressed the other day and I came to a part where Jesus like went away from the crowds and he, the disciples couldn't find him. He was away with the father. And I was like, okay, Lord, that's, that's a sign that I need to get away. away. I'm like, just go spend time with the father. Like, okay, thank you. Thank you for that example, you know, to be able to do that. So our mops moms have asked some questions that we would love. Are you ready to ask you about? They're not, they're, You'll be ready, I'm sure. They're great. Yes. Um, so I'm going to skip the first one because we kind of talked about that yeah. one. Uh, Tina, I was curious if you could give us three physical personal examples of how you have bega- began to feel happier and how they started, how you started to become part of your everyday life. I'm not sure what she means by physical examples. When I uh, when I think about that, like a couple of words come to mind. Mm-hmm. So you guys can yes. direct me if I'm not hearing it right. But I was thinking, um, like physical examples would be more peace, mm. really, like mm-hmm. within myself. Like once you are working on, you know, when you are spending time with God and you're taking care of yourself and you know what your strengths are, you just have so much more peace, yeah. really, and joy. Mm-hmm. and really allows you to be more present mm-hmm. in your moments. And that that's what I have always said is I know that the moms who are in the thick of mothering right now with the young ones feel how hard it is. It is the hardest thing that yeah. we will ever do. My guess is they're looking for three practical examples of like what can we do to start this? What can we do right? to start? Like, I sure. feel like – I think that's what it's asking, right? Like three, it wants mm-hmm. to know, like, give me three ways to start feeling happier. How would okay. you? Thank you. Right? I feel like that's what it's asking. What's well, a great question if it's yeah. not exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah, I think so. I would say if you can work out that daily prayer time first, mm-hmm. right? Like let's mm-hmm. just try to get something, even if it's just a few minutes mm-hmm. with that connection with God, because that's never going to steer you wrong. Mm-hmm. Another literally scientifically proven way to feel happier is to keep a gratitude journal. Yes. And this is not hard. It does not have to be crazy. And this, the the way I'm going to tell you is the way it's scientifically proven to help you feel happier. And that is to write down something that was a blessing. It's called the three mm-hmm. blessings exercise. Something that was a blessing mm-hmm. for you that day and why it was a blessing. Okay. Mm. So that, that little explanation of the why just like helps it really settle in. Yeah. And the, the way it works for me is sometimes I have like 10 or more. Mm. that that I can find because mm-hmm. once you start focusing on the positive yeah, yeah then you the see more of it comes. yeah yes. right yes and right. so and that's it's hard to feel down when you're thinking of all these great things to be grateful for yes yeah. it is mm-hmm. yeah. you know this is not really in my talk but the other thought coming to my mind is to just let go a little bit yeah mm. yes right you want to control everything or yes yes and mm-hmm. let go of maybe the perfectionism mm-hmm. and let go of some of the self-judgment Mm-hmm. Um, when my husband and I were going through our the separation period, I re- will never forget my mom being on the phone with me saying, you know you don't have to cook a full dinner every night. You can feed them cereal. Yes. You can feed them waffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And so thinking about, like, if you're really in a stuck place and you're really not happy, where can you let go of something? Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm thinking about yesterday we went to studies. 
and we're celebrating my daughter's birthday but i'm surrounded with teenagers so every little thing that we do they complain about but then they have fun but then they complain and then they compl- and i was just getting stuck mm-hmm. on the complaining like yeah. it was over and over and oh and i was like i am gonna lose it i yeah. like think of something positive in this like we're at this fun place having fun and Barkley is up on this big giant trampoline and her kids and she's like come out and come have fun and so then my one daughter is I was like I'll go out if you go out and she's like no I don't want to do it and I was like okay you know what I just I need to do this for myself just to get out and I'm just gonna go on this giant trampoline okay Mm -hmm. so then I go and then like two minutes later then she comes out jumping and then all of their complaining and their and we're just having so much fun so much fun and I was like I could have gotten stayed stuck in that of like all of what they were telling me was like this is you know and I'm doing it the same thing right mm-hmm. like this is frustrating but then it was like I got myself out of it by going and just being free and letting go and being like whatever and we're playing tag running around on that and it was so much fun but it was the release of like just let it go yeah it's fine like let's not think about it That's and so it was just like a practical thing of like go turn it around and go do something fun you know like yeah. play tag with your kids or just get goofy with them and you know like turn it around yeah so that is a very inspiring story yeah it was it's a very inspiring story yeah. And, and just, you know, what you did was just like letting go and having fun. And even sometimes it can be if you can't get all the way to that, mm-hmm. if you can just set, come into like an acceptance, like, okay, this is how teenagers are. And yes. that's okay. Yes. You know, and then mm-hmm. that might be able to let you kind of table yeah. that. I yeah. think let go, letting go is probably going to be the biggest good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Letting go, like the expectations and the hopes and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever is holding you back a little bit. Maybe just release that. All right, I got one. Um, well, you kind of said, okay, here's one. At times, when we feel like we're just trying to get through the day with no extra time to do anything big or time-consuming, what are a few small things we can do to treat ourselves and raise our endorphins to feel happier? <laughs> <laughs> Go jump in a trampoline. Yes, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Maybe you just do cereal for dinner that night and go jump on the trampoline go instead. Jump on the trampoline. <laughs> right? Maybe I think, I mean, what you just said, though, like releasing whatever it is that's causing the stress of that day, maybe let that go and just do something fun instead. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, if you can. Right. Yeah. Because like, yeah, maybe it's like, I got to figure out dinner. Maybe don't. And just do cereal. (laughs) Or go to the drive-thru. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do all the things and hold all the things. And I think. It's all going to boil down to let it go today, guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do resonating. Be yes. like Elsa. Let My it go. husband will literally tell me sometimes when I get really anxious or like so much is going on or I'm just upset. He'll be like, go for a walk and I'll see you after your walk. Yeah. And then after my walk, I come back. I'm like, yeah, it, it doesn't seem as heavy anymore and it's going to be okay. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, just get out of it. Like, go yeah. do something else. Yeah. So maybe finding those ways too that helps you release yeah right like yours is a walk you know or it could be mops like we were talking about mops like women come in with hard things but they leave smiling and happy so finding those things that Mm -hmm. let you let go yes we're just gonna keep saying let go the support okay do you mind if we talk marriage a little bit i know we were talking about but i want to hear we have several moms going through hard things with their 
spouses mm-hmm. and a s- several that had similar story to you. Like husband has decided I don't want to be married anymore. Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, could you share maybe some advice or tips or, you know, cause that's not really something you can control. So what right. did you, how did you get through that? Yeah. Oh, you know, I think one of the things when, when God started talking to me and I saw the rainbow and all of that, I made a decision that instead of becoming bitter, I wanted to become better, mm. that I wanted to leave that experience feeling like I was a better woman because of it. Mm-hmm. And knowing, like you said, I cannot control him. I cannot make him love me. Mm-hmm. And well, there's a lot of, we cannot control other people at all, what they think or what they do. And so I really just spent that time focused on myself and my own growth and spiritual growth and personal growth and my children just feeding into them because you guys just think about I I just didn't want to waste any time with them like these are like innocent children just being children and their you know their parents are having this situation and I wanted it to impact them as little as it possibly could and so there was a ton of letting go for me um, in all of that and in in our like recovery from all of that letting go was a very big thing I am first born type a personality and got very high expectations everything's got to be a certain way and so there was a lot of me learning to let go Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. and and especially when it's just you at home right and your husband's not there or you know maybe your husband travels a lot or something like that you know we we do have to do some of that and on top of that like that's what's happening in my own mind but for women one of the biggest things that I see is that we do not express our needs Mm. We do not say, I, I need you to take care of the kids tonight so I can go relax. Or I need you to come home from work early because I'm going to lose it or something like that. Yeah. Like we don't express our needs. We expect them to know. I think you said yes. this earlier. <laughs> like we literally expect mm-hmm. them to know. And like wouldn't that be great? But that's not how it works. No. Mm-hmm. And we want to learn how to communicate what we need to them in an authentic way. So yeah. let's just take like a really common thing that happens in marriage, and that is like resentfulness, that the workload is fair and unbalanced, is unfair yeah. and unbalanced, yeah. which is pretty typical, right? And yeah. there are certain seasons where it's worse than others. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I had a client who would just be so angry with her husband, she would kind of get a little passive aggressive, like slamming doors and cabinets and and you know muttering things under her breath like must be nice to sit on the couch and relax after work and because she worked too but of course she was cooking and cleaning in the baths and all of that and one day like he actually called her out on it and I'm, I'm sort of proud of him for this but he said if you weren't so negative maybe someone would want to help you oh. and so it was like she was trying the way she knew best she didn't yeah. like the people don't really teach us how to be married am i right like right, right. no we're not taught I like we these... have a very idyllic idea of marriage yeah. <laughs> for real you know when you're a little girl <laughs> what you dream mm-hmm. marriage will be like mm-hmm. yeah well every fairy tale ends with the marriage yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and they're great stories but that's yeah. just the beginning and so just my client like and, and anyone all of us we just need to learn to ask for what we need mm-hmm. and say it in an authentic way like we get very caught up in our thoughts and that's yeah. like a lot of judgment and frustration get get to your heart what is your heart saying Mm -hmm. and so it might be something like honey I would love to sit on the couch and relax with you will you help me get to bed the kids to bed yes 
Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like what you want. Yes. I want to relax yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you help me? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I think we all try to just do it. Yeah. I mean, we I know a, I do. We have a friend and I'm going to, uh, so she'll be like, honey, if, if you could help me get everything ready, we'll have some time together upstairs. <laughs> we <went> and oh. <laughs> that she's like, her husband will go very quickly to get everything ready. <laughs> very motivated. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, how fun to laugh about that as you're getting things ready. Like, let's go have some time together. But enough, you know, like, that's so nice for the husband to be like, yeah. you know, in the anticipation of like, let's have fun while we do this and get this done. Right. And I think too, so many women just want to, um, they think, well, you love me. So you're going to know yeah. what I need mm-hmm. and see it. But I don't think men are always wired that way. Like you think about like just getting out the door, right? I'm like, I have a million things of like, we need the bag. I've ever seen that skit. Here is mom leaving the house yeah here's dad okay bye i know yeah. and so it's frustrating because they can yeah. just be like okay let's go and i'm like you didn't think about all the things that like we need water bottles we need an yeah. extra pair of clothes we need Snacks. you know like swimsuits we need towels we need sunscreen and so it's yeah. yeah but i think it's like slowing down and saying okay these are the specific things that i need help with can you help me and i'm sure most uh, yes yes they will help you yeah. you know so that's really good that's yeah. good yeah okay i want to ask you about communication oh yeah how do we communicate with our husbands like what's a good because i i heard on one of your podcasts and i was like ooh, i would love to hear more about this yeah i have a whole talk on this maybe yes. sometime in the future yes. next year or the year after you guys can have me back yes. and yeah yes. i have a whole talk on communication and marriage and really the, that very the first thing is really communicating authentically from your heart like what is it that you truly want okay that means slowing down right a little bit Mm -hmm. another other ways to help men I always like to say consider it priming the pump or helping open their ears so that they can hear us Mm -hmm. they need a lot of appreciation okay and I know sometimes women feel like I need that too and that's totally true but like we want to give what we want to receive mm-hmm. and generally it does work that way mm-hmm. um shanti felton actually did a, a whole book on that it was called the kindness project or the kindness challenge and she found that 80 percent of the time when one spouse went out of their way to be kind mm-hmm. to the other spouse that it was returned and so mm-hmm. i just say that for the women who are really struggling and frustrated like well i'm going to give but i'm not going to receive mm-hmm. and sometimes we feel like we do give but we don't receive but here's what this is from author Shanti Feldhahn, she actually interviewed men and asked them questions. They, For them, hearing thank you is like for us hearing I love you. Mm-hmm. And so it's creating a positive, safe climate of communication in your marriage, starting with appreciating them. Yes. Yeah. And then also thinking about when we're communicating our desires, the example I like to give a lot is a mom might say something like, hurry up, we're going to be late. Like, help me get out of the house. Yes. Right. To a man... That's like judgment. That's like you're you're blaming him oh. or shaming him. Or it's like yeah, a like how do you get? How do you express what you need without being nagging? Because I'm like, don't they, they're always nagging me to like. I feel like there's a fine line, <laughs> right? Like, how do you? And of course, every relationship is a little bit different. But in general, saying from your heart what you need. Like, kind of, we talked about earlier. Maybe not just saying, "I need you to get this." Don't but they do it that moment, like calm down right and like and just say how it will help you yes. the tone right It'd be yeah. really helpful yeah. like in a nice way like can you help me do this or whatever yeah that's good. just yeah. saying what you it's need because just think about like 
it, it is kind of more like a complaint. It's more negative if you say, like, hurry up, I don't want to be late. And he's thinking, like, well, now you're blaming me for us being late kind of a thing. But yeah. if instead if you say, hey, I would like to get, you know, to church early so that I can connect with some friends before mm-hmm. the service starts, mm-hmm. then now he's, like, he's understanding. And you know how men are problem solvers. They yeah. love to yeah. fix our problems mm-hmm. and so now you've just presented him with a problem that he can help with and it's so you're communicating oh, your that's interesting that's too right yeah mm-hmm. they are such problem solvers mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't want the problem solved we just huh, want yeah, them to listen that's okay yes. too yeah <laughs> so see we have to work these things out right <laughs> i well i have you ever read the book sacred marriage no gary but thomas? gary thomas oh yeah. i think i listened to it okay it was probably one of the best and i was just for those that I don't know, maybe your husband's not a believer or is not responding or, and one of the things that I took away from there, he talks about um, bettering yourself before, you know, cause yeah. you can't control spouse yeah. here. Like you have no, you know, it's, there's nothing you can do. It's something they have to go, but you can work on you, yeah. you know, so go back to those three secrets and right. do yourself care and you know, better yourself and hopefully they'll see that change in that work you're doing Mm -hmm. and it will spill over. Right. Because now maybe if you're doing your self-care and you're connecting with God and you're like really in tune with your strengths, now maybe when something happens that is frustrating to you, now maybe you have the wherewithal to take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and make a, a, you know, tell him what you need or be gentle about it. And so what we like to say a lot with, with marriage is when you change your step in the dance your husband has to change or he'll fall over right like Mm -hmm. Ah. you're changing up like how you respond and react to things it will force him to change Hmm. and generally for the better yeah yeah that's That's really good good. okay i'm gonna ask this out okay as our mops theme is we go together why is community so important because moms need play dates too yeah they do right (laughs) (laughs) and support Oh my gosh, yeah. you guys! Yes, we we were think we were meant to do this together. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even the example you shared of how some women came last week or mm-hmm. two weeks ago with a lot of heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. By the time they left, they felt so much better yeah. because when we're with friends and in community, we see that we're not alone. Yeah, we're we're not the only one experiencing mm-hmm. that problem or that has ever experienced it. People can help us. Mm-hmm. We can vent, and mm-hmm. we know that other people are going through it with us. Yeah. I mean, one of the, when I went through the hard time with Paul in our marriage, I mean, I just, friends would, friends came to me, friends went to him, you know, to, to try to help us. And one friend, I just, I don't know why, I just will never forget it. She brought over a bottle of wine and some bruschetta. Mm-hmm. And we just, after the kids went to bed, we just sat there and talked and had wine and bruschetta. And it was just mm-hmm. so wonderful. And it was just what I needed. And, and mm-hmm. other friends would meet up with us and, and have, you know, play dates and just try to help take our minds off things. Yeah. and. Especially when you're going through the hard, you need your friends there. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, some people say how motherhood is very lonely. Mm-hmm. It's you're never alone. Never alone. Mm-hmm. No, but I lonely. mean, that's right. you, go, yes, you might have true. kids hanging on you all day, but it's lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to do this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through all of the stages. Yeah. Teenagers, too. Oh, yeah. yeah yep. Yep. Still in yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the thick of it. <laughs> And so when we end our podcast, we'd like to ask our guests, can you tell us some mom advice, good or bad, you've been given or that you would like to share with others? Mom advice. Yeah. 
I think I want to stick with the letting go theme okay. of our ideas of perfectionism and how we think things should be going and we think our kids should be just if we can just let go and take a deep breath yeah. a deep breath is a huge pausing moment that we I think we will find more peace in that right mm-hmm. we can't control our kids you know or the meltdowns they're having I saw I saw in the airport yesterday a mom who was we were at baggage claim. She was struggling before we got on the plane. I could see her struggling with her two little toddlers. She was alone. Aww. And in baggage claim, she was sitting on the ground with her head between her knees. And Aww. the kids were fighting and biting and all Aww. of the things. And she was just so depleted. And I, you know, she was just worried, I'm sure, about whatever was going on in her life and maybe what other people were thinking of her. And and just I just felt for her so much so. And just thinking, what if she could – Obviously, I don't know what she was thinking, but what if she could just kind of let go a little bit of of some of that worry and just be more playful with the kids, you know? But sometimes we don't have the playfulness in the reserve, right? Right. Like, who Mm -hmm. knows? But that letting go, I feel like helps us deal with those those situations better, like those toddler tantrums especially. Mm -hmm. Just take a step back. I think what you said was really important too. You said letting go of what you think it should be. Like, let go of the should be's. Right. Like, oh, dinner should be like this, or my marriage should be like this, or my kids should be acting like mm-hmm. this. Let go of the should be's. <laughs> yeah, love it. And just like, yes, yeah, let it go. We put so much pressure on yeah, ourselves. Yeah, totally. In the way we think it should we be. We do. Yeah. And says who? Yeah. Says who, right? Exactly. Yeah. I say that to my clients all the time. Yeah. Well, this should be this. I'm like, says who? Yeah, just exactly. let go of the should be's. I think that's <laughs> yes. a great advice. I, I try to, when I see a mom like that, to go up and just encourage and say, hey, you're doing great. Yeah. Like, I know this is a hard day. You know, like trying to, because we've all been there. We've all gone through something. And, and then there's also people who can be so mean and just feed into mm-hmm. the insecurities we already do have. But it's oh, like, yeah. let's encourage each other. We're moms. Like, yeah. this is a sisterhood of motherhood. Like, we can encourage each other and just be like, we're not judging you. No. We get it. We get it. 100%. So... Oh, and look for that mom today. Reach out, guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 At Target later when you're there. Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We've all had one on the floor in Target, have we not? I know, right? <laughs> and you're like, everyone's looking at me and like no one call like DCFS or you know, I mean, there's so many things yeah. you're like, I I'm sorry, I'm just trying to <laughs> I do discipline them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh goodness. Well, thank you, Tina. Yes, that Tina, was this was so You're good. Glad you came back and joined us again. Thank you. Yes. And if you missed her talk, we do have it on our and, Instagram page. And Tina, can you tell us where our listeners can find you? Sure. My website would be one easy place, tinaheisman.com. That's T-I-N-A-H-A-I-S-M-A-N.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on Instagram and Facebook. I'm not incredibly active on Instagram, but I'm there. Um, <laughs> a little bit more on Facebook, maybe. And then I, I do have a podcast. So anywhere so on good, iTunes, guys. you can just so Google good. my name. So mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Yes, I'll put all of What's that the What's the podcast name? Did you say I call it a life designed. Okay, a life designed. It's that intentionality piece that we like it. Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) Really helpful. All right. All right. Signing off. We'll see you (laughs) later. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. A quick reminder that the opinions discussed are solely the opinions of the individuals and do not necessarily represent Mops International or the chapel. If you wouldn't mind liking and subscribing to our podcast, it would mean so much to us. If you're feeling extra
extra generous, even give us a little shout out or review. We love doing this. And with your help, we can continue to do so. So thank you in advance. Also feel free to follow us and give us some love on our Instagram page, the Chapel Mops After Party. The Chapel Mops After Party is proud to be part of the Mops Podcast Network. There is a group of moms who get you, need you, and are here to remind you that you are never alone. So find your mom village online or in person at mops.org backslash find a group. 